0: ever feel like God is asking you to give something up to let go of something maybe even someone but why how now (laughs) well if I release this then I know he will give me something better right this right here is what I want to talk about today and in the next 20 minutes you will be encouraged and challenged when it comes to releasing in your life and you'll hear all about the week I had releasing what I held on to and loved for almost 20 years Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl-next-door Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be hearing your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. Alright y'all, I just took a week away from the podcast and well, if you're caught up on the episodes, then you fully know how much anti-life is important to me. And spending individual time with my niece and nephew and family is a priority. I actually was about to say it takes priority over a lot of things in my life and and truthfully it kind of does, but I caught myself because to be honest... This His Word, My Walk podcast is a real priority to me because God has asked me to do it. I've been consistent with it. I mean, this is episode 83, and I haven't counted, but I bet it's 83 episodes in under 100 weeks, maybe even under 90 weeks, not including bonus episodes. I'm in this place of focusing on being obedient to God day by day. Seriously, day by day day i'm letting go of the worry the pressure the ideas the overpowering thoughts of things to come of appointments to come just all of it and i'm truly like day by day god like today god i desire to be obedient to your will today what are we doing today what opportunities do you have for me to walk out today so long circle the runway kind of story when i went to sit down last week to prepare an episode it just wouldn't flow well actually here's the real story i went to the coffee shop which is often where i go for focused time like give me a couple hours there and i can knock out so much stuff and when i walked in there were two women sitting beside the little corner table that i chose so as the woman shifted her bags over i said hi and somehow conversation started usually it's when i pull out my bible and i put it on the table and then someone speaks up but either way these two women were christian and they were studying and preparing to become life coaches and shift their careers a little bit. They were both older than me and I knew they were encouraged by by what I was not just able to share, but just my attitude and personality and honestly, my relationship with God. Well, almost 40 minutes later, (laughs) I gave them my information and opened my computer to start the flow, but the flow wouldn't flow. I tried, like I really tried. And eventually I just asked God, can I release this? Like release as in let go. Can I let go of this for this week? Can I not release an episode for Tuesday this week? And all of a sudden, I felt no pressure. Still, it wouldn't flow, but I didn't feel the pressure. So I actually packed up my stuff, headed to the house and called my mom on the way to ask if she wanted to go to the store with me before my niece and nephew got home from camp. See, it's clear looking back. Like, it's so clear. I hadn't asked to be released from that episode beforehand. I was totally ready to knock it out. I had an idea and what I was going to say, but then it wouldn't flow. But I see it now that daily obedience, that daily obedience to go prepare for the podcast episode. God just needed to use me to lift up, to confirm and speak life and encouragement into those women who honestly might be listening to this episode right now. And if you are, I pray that you stay encouraged, continue to study and to pursue what God is calling you to do with boldness and confidence, even in the hard days. So now, a week later, what I have to share with you today is not at all what I was preparing last week. It's fresh, it's new, and I believe it will hit you right where the Holy Spirit has been or is wanting to speak to you just for you in your own life. So today, I want to talk about releasing, like when God asks you to release something, someone, that's where I want to park today. I've got four points, like four areas to think through when it comes to releasing. But before I get into all of that, I have to share this story with you and get this truth to you. Releasing is about obedience to God. If God has asked you to release it, if God has asked me to release it, then we should release it, period. And I want to challenge you to check your heart or ask the Holy Spirit to help you examine yourself. Y'all know that's something I say every single day. Here's the real question. Am I releasing this so that God can give me something better? Am I releasing this because I expect God to give me something else? Or am I releasing this because God asked me to release it? Period. Question mark here I'll help you with the first step say it with me literally with me I'm asking myself the same thing Holy Spirit help me to examine myself am I releasing this so that God can give me something better am I releasing this because I expect God to give me something else or am I releasing this because God asked me to release it period this is real so let me get into these points these areas to think about and see if God is asking you to release. Number one, release that thing. Release that thing. It could be anything. Is there something you've been holding on to when you feel God has been asking you to release it? My goodness, it may simply be too many clothes in your closet. It may be just clutter around the house. It may be some music you've been downloading. It may be a show that you just have to watch every new episode and every new season of. Whatever that thing is in your life, has God asked you to release it? You know something so cool? I was racking my brain for someone in the Bible who released something, a thing, an example I could use with this point. And the one made clear to me was this. The little boy released two fishes and some biscuits. Back when I listened to a lot of Christian hip hop, circa like (laughs) 2008-ish, one of the artists was speaking of this story of Jesus feeding the 5,000, and he said, with two fishes and some biscuits. And that right there is how I always remember two fish and five loaves. Because I used to get it mixed up. I would be like, is it two loaves or two fish? Five loaves or five fish? Well, now I know for sure because it was two fishes and some biscuits. So you're welcome. (laughs) But John chapter six, verse eight. By the way, John is the only one who mentions the little boy. So John says this Then Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. There's a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fish, but what good is that with this huge crowd? Anyway, the boy released those fish and loaves. I can't believe that the disciples like walked up to him and bullied him out of his lunch, right? Like, I believe the Holy Spirit was at work and asked the little boy, prompted the little boy to release his lunch. There's nothing in the Bible, in any of the Gospels, that tells us that the disciples knew what was about to happen. In fact, they all doubted. They all had no idea. But still, this boy released his two fishes and some biscuits. So this past week, I went through one of the biggest transitions of my adult life. You may not understand this, but I hope you can relate to it in your own way. Y'all, I got rid of my car this week. The 2005 Toyota Highlander. I bought that car December 31st, 2004 in Huntsville, Alabama. Brand new, off the lot with six miles on it. And now, same car, original cassette deck, still working, in excellent, like, incredible condition, 18 and a half years later. Wait, can I just tell you, I was on a call with a woman, a woman I won't name, but I was recently on her podcast and she's incredible. (laughs) Y'all, she didn't know what a cassette was. Like, even when I explained, she didn't know. And if you don't know either, well, know that I'm chuckling and so is everyone else my age or your parents' age or maybe even just a few years older than you. But for real, my car still had a working cassette deck. No stains, no rips, always kept it up to the point that I had every single receipt of every work ever done. Every oil change, every brake change, every tire, every fluid, every everything. For the past 13 and a half years, once my car was fully paid off, yes, I have not paid a car note in 13 and a half years. My desire was always that I would steward this car well and be in a position that buying a new vehicle would not be a struggle for me and I would be able to bless someone with this car. I had visions of me handing over the keys truly blessing someone. Every time a friend or especially family member would suggest I sell it, I stood up with an emphatic, no, I am going to bless someone with this car. One day, my car has been staying at my brother's house in Southern California since I went back to Canada in 2019. That immediate move back to be with my mom and dad when my dad was sick. So since 2019, I have driven my car only when I was in California. Not very often, yet I still did not want to sell it. Well, about two months ago, a man approached my mom while she was visiting California. He asked if the owner was interested in selling, and I gave the same answer I always gave, but he left his information anyway. About two weeks later, while I was in Cincinnati, Ohio, I felt a tug saying, release it now, sell it to this man. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm like tearing up even saying this right now. Y'all, I cried off and on the whole day. 18 and a half years. That car has been across country with me many times. It's been through every breakup, every move, every disappointment, every praise. I knew it was God. I knew he was asking me to release it and I knew it was to this man. I just never expected to sell it. Like that in and of itself was something I wrestled with. God, I don't have another car. I don't have the finances for another car. Oh wait, I actually don't need a car right now. Okay, so that's not an issue. Well, then it came to price. Now what? My heart has always been to bless someone, to truly give my car to someone. And now I'm selling it? How do I do this? What's a fair value? I don't want to negotiate. And to throw salt in the wound, every question I ever had about taking care of this car, my car, for all these years, every question, I would go to my dad. And now I can't. I'm sharing all of this because, well, because I told God I would share on this podcast how his word and my daily walk go together, how I try to walk out what he's calling me to do and how I try to represent him in my own life every single day. And it's not always easy. Like this may seem like a minor thing for you. Kayla, just sell the car. You might be like my brother. Just take it to CarMax. Or better yet, when I finally told my brother that I was selling it, but that the guy and I were a few hundred dollars apart on price, my brother just said, just give it away. I'll pay you the difference. (laughs) But I was determined to do this by myself. And I did. I released it. I cried as I cleaned all the belongings out of every storage spot. I cried as I took the license plate off for the last time. I cried as the man drove away in what was now his car. Now, I did leave a card in there for him and his family in the console. I even shared some of this story with him, but he was the only person I ever spoke to about selling this vehicle. He was the only option. He got a great deal, and so I was still able to bless him and his family. I told him the car had been prayed for and prayed in for many, many years. I released it. And here's what prompted this whole episode. The most common response I got through DMs, text messages, phone calls, whatever the communication was, the most common response I got was this, God will give you something better, or now God can give you more, or now God can bless you with a new car. And I get it. I get the encouragement, I get the sentiment, but each comment stirred in me more than the last. I didn't release this car so that God could give me a new one. I actually haven't even asked God for a car. I don't need a car right now. I didn't release my car so that God could bless me, period. I released it because two months ago, he asked me to release it now. Now, I have a whole episode on this podcast about receiving from God. And in that episode, one of the points that I share is to release what's in your hands. And I still stand by that. If you're trying to receive from God and you're struggling to receive from him, you might be holding on to something. You might need to release something in order to actually receive what he has for you. And still, I believe it's all based on obedience to God. I did not release my vehicle so that God would bless me with more, with abundance, with a new car, with anything actually. I released it because he said now is the time. Okay, I got to move on or I'll stay there for the whole rest of the episode. And know this, for an entire week, this is what I've been pondering. I see the image of that little girl with a teddy bear and Jesus kneeling down asking her to give it up. And behind his back, he's holding a bigger one. And in my own mind, I've been struggling with even that image, making God so transactional. Here, God, I'll release this so that you can give me something bigger, something better. Like I said, I've been truly focusing on obedience. And that is where I'm at. Okay, this leads actually to the next point. So God may be asking you to release that thing. He also may be asking you to, number two, release that person. Now what? Yikes, (laughs) this is different, right? Well, maybe. And this actually has been helping me to see God as God, not as a genie, as God, as the Lord of my life, and not as someone who gives me bigger and better. Because as much as we can often say that a relationship didn't work out and that God clearly must have someone better for you, or his best is yet to come, or to keep waiting for him, he's preparing the perfect partner for you, yes, I believe all of that. And I also believe God works through seasons and is strategic in seasons. I can look at people in my life God has asked me to release And it was hard. They were amazing. I've released some very best friends. I've released great friendships, business partners, relationships. I did not release them with the mindset, well, God has better for me. I released them because it was time and he asked me to. Or because I prayed that prayer. Ladies, you might have prayed this one too. God, if this isn't the relationship you want me in, make it clear and make him be the bad guy. Make my boss be the bad guy. Make my friend be the bad guy. Amen. <laughs> no, just me. Ending relationships, y'all, is hard. Releasing people can be hard. Okay, let's go here. Genesis chapter 22. I'll start in verse two. Take your son, your only son, yes, Isaac, whom you love so much, and go to the land of Moriah. Go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will show you. Um, okay, so Abraham finally has the promised son, Isaac, and now God is asking him to sacrifice him. Verse 3, the next morning, Abraham got up early. He saddled his donkey and took two of his servants with him, along with his son, Isaac. Jump down to verse 10, and Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, don't lay a hand on the boy, the angel said. Okay, so here's the thing with reading the Bible. Try to get rid of reading with hindsight. Like, obviously, we know God comes through and Isaac lives and we all applaud Abraham for his faith. But put yourself right there as Abraham. He's really going to do it. He's really going to sacrifice his only son, the one he loves. He's really going to release him because God said to release him. He's not releasing Isaac with the mindset and purpose that God will give him a better son. He's releasing out of obedience. Does God come through? Of course he does. And Abraham was really about to do it out of obedience. You may have a person in your life that God has been asking you to release. And what God is asking you to do is to trust him, to take the step, to act in obedience, to leap in faith, to walk it out, to release that person. He knows it's going to be tough on you. He knows you have emotions tied to this. He also knows the plan and the purpose of that person in your life for the past however long they've been there. Like I said, I've released best friends. My best friend in high school, I was her maid of honor. I actually lived with her and her new husband while I went to Arizona Christian University to get that second degree studying the Bible when I was almost 30. And a year later, A simple and minor disagreement left us going separate ways. I reached out one year after that in 2011 to no avail. And I realize now, God may have asked me to release that relationship prior to that, but I wouldn't. Or at least I didn't. Or, well, I might have prayed that prayer. Okay, God, if we aren't supposed to have this relationship anymore, please make it clear and don't let me be the bad guy. Okay, thanks. Amen. Truthfully, there was no good guy and there was no bad guy. Did God give me better friends? Did he release this huge blessing of friends where I released? Not really, but he did give me what I needed right there. And I can say that now with relationships too. I actually don't want a replacement. I don't want a bigger and better. I'm trying to be thankful and obedient right here, right now. And if tomorrow something changes, I will try to be thankful and obedient there too. I keep coming back to the scripture. God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. It's one you might know too. It's one that gets quoted a lot. It's one that we often focus on the word all. Well, it's actually written by Paul in his letter to the Philippians, a letter he wrote while in prison, and he has left them with so much encouragement. He has just said that he's learned to live with everything or with nothing. He has said that he can do all things through Christ who gives him strength. Even in jail, in chains, he says this. Philippians chapter 4, verses 18 and 19. At the moment, I have all I need and more. I am generously supplied with the gifts you sent me with Epaphroditus. They are a sweet smelling sacrifice that is acceptable and pleasing to God. And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Y'all context is everything. The book of Philippians, this letter from Paul, it's so full of what we pull as heavy hitter scriptures in our faith. And I'm going to encourage, nope scrap that. (laughs) I'm going to challenge you. Hit the book of Philippians, start to finish all four chapters. And if you think that's a lot, scroll back like three episodes in my podcast and I will read it to you. Literally about 15 minutes and I read you the whole book of Philippians start to finish. So get these verses in context. So yes, it's true. Paul says it. The same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. It's true. It's God's word. So what I'm learning and surrendering is the difference between my needs and my wants (laughs) when it comes to things. And when it comes to people, God will supply all my needs. Like it's a guarantee, like he's always doing it. Every need I have will always be supplied, will always be met. So if I don't have it right now, or if God has asked me to release it or surrender it right now, I don't need it right now. If God asked you to release a person and you do, And you think he's a little slow on replacing them. You don't need that relationship right now. Everything you need, every person you need, every single need you have, God will supply. Y'all, I legit have two more points, but I'm going to save them for next week. And thanks for sticking with me today. I know I shared a lot in the example. Releasing my car is still fresh for me. And, and processing the idea of releasing out of obedience, not out of expecting to receive, that's been where I've truly been sitting and talking to God for a week. So I'm going to close this one out with a prayer, with a conversation, with how God and I have been talking all week in the mornings as I open his word, out for a walk, driving the car while at the pool, hanging with my niece and nephew. We've been having this conversation all week. God, you are so good. And I trust you. I know your plans for me are far beyond what I can imagine for myself. Man, I get so caught up sometimes in what I want, in what I think I need, in what I think or what someone else says that is best for me right now, or even what someone else says I deserve. But God, you are my God. You are my source. You are my provider. You are my way maker. You are my Lord and Savior. Please help me to examine myself when it comes to releasing what you've asked me to release. Help me to continue to know that my obedience to you and what you're asking me to do goes beyond what I can see. You know the whole plan. You wrote the whole plan. And my desire is to walk it out every single day. I will trust you. I will be obedient when you call, not with a motive of wanting more, wanting bigger, wanting better, wanting extra, but truly because I love you and I trust you. I surrender my plans and my will. I trust your good plans for me. Thank you for never leaving me. Thank you for providing all my needs. And thank you for already having tomorrow set up with opportunities for me to walk out your truth there too. I love you. I'm willing to release some things. Lord, I'm willing to release some people. I desire to only follow you. Amen. Before you go today, I have big news for you. Bible Journaling Bootcamp is open for enrollment all the time now. It is an evergreen program now, meaning that you can enroll any day, any time, And in this 30-day program, you will go from inconsistency, insecurity, all the questions in your time with God, to confidently spending time with God in His Word, reading the Bible, understanding what you're reading, interpreting Scripture properly, and hearing God speak to you right where you are in just 30 days. No calligraphy, no fancy handwriting, just you your Bible and a notebook and a pen. This 30-day program has changed women's lives and I am so, so honored to be offering it open all the time. In these 30 days, you get two 30-minute one-on-one calls with me and then monthly group calls You have lifetime access to this 30-day program. This $99 program will change your relationship with God, whether you are a new believer or you have been a minister for 30 years. This is the program that will get you jump-started, that will get you into it, that will get you understanding God's Word, reading His Word consistency, and hearing His voice just for you. Head to HisWordMyWalkPodcast.com right now and enroll today. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at KaylaPraise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.